Hey, good morning out there, everybody. How you, how you doing today? It's uh, it's uh, Monday, November the 9th, and uh, I still don't know who the president is. <laughs> I'm just dropping the kids off at school. Uh, here where I'm at, it's an overcast day. The sun's not... That's coming up, but it's uh, cloudy and overcast. I uh, don't think there's any chances of rain for today, but uh, you know we're just going to be living under the cloud cover this morning. and uh, Not a bad thing. It's a brisk... Uh, 55 degrees this morning, uh, so getting ready for some work. Uh, uh, traveling due east right now, coming up to some traffic uh, at a stop sign, about to make a right-hand turn, and then I'll be heading south for the day, uh, getting to work and uh, doing some good stuff. Uh, once again, we uh, still don't know where uh, who the president is. Uh, over the weekend, the uh, Biden campaign uh, declared victory after the the media uh, declared that they were going to be the winners of, uh, uh, this, uh, presidential battle, um, but <clears throat> still count, <coughs> <coughs> excuse me, there's still, uh, counting going on, uh, in various, uh, swing states, and, uh, so we're just gonna have to wait and find out kind of how those come out, you know, you hear news stories, uh, it's up, it's down, it's all around, so we don't really know, it's a, it's a roller coaster ride of emotion. Uh, so we'll just wait it out till they they finalize the count. Uh, should be over the next uh, week or so, uh, as I've read. Uh, that they'll get that finalized. We'll know who uh, the the president is uh, of the United States of America. You know, it's not uh, not unprecedented that we have to wait uh, several days. Back in 2000, uh, the Bush Gore. Uh, with the hanging chats down there in Florida, I think it took like 45 or 47 days before uh, they had all the, the counts, the ballots counted and certified, and uh, we determined who the president of the United States was. You know, I think I talked about this once last week, though. We get so concerned uh, as I continue to drive south here this morning. We're so concerned with the president, but, uh, you know, a lot of the laws that are made or uh, that impact me are made locally uh, in the city level, county level, and and then also state level. And so <clears throat> we seem uh, less concerned about those things sometimes than we are about um, our national government. And, you know, I'm under the viewpoint and the mindset and the idea that uh, the federal government should be small and limited should stay out of my life as much as possible. There are certain aspects of the federal government that are required and necessary, but uh, as far as, uh, you know, dictating the details of my life, such as wearing masks every day, you know, they need to go away and stay away. And that's that's just my stance on that. It's not necessary. And then we should be allowed to uh, govern ourselves as a people <clears throat> uh, more on the local level um, because, uh, well few things in just a minute as I come up to a green light this morning uh, you know it's a good traffic this morning flowing on to work uh, that's a, a good thing for a Monday morning uh, you know but back to what I was talking about it's uh you know people concentrate themselves or tend to concentrate themselves in areas of likeness it seems uh, you know we uh, typically in the area that I'm at we uh, we have a lot of the same thinking but we also have uh, we live under the same climate people work in the same industries uh, and so there's this uh, likeness together. And, you know, I, the other day I understood it to be called uh, confirmation bias. There's this kind of this confirmation bias to where I confirm things. I'm biased toward the things that I already know. And I confirm those things in my life uh, as others around me. And, you know, 
uh, it's a difficult thing to overcome. I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong. I'm just saying that we are, we are taught as humans to, uh, or trained as humans, or we learn as humans to mimic uh, some of the things around us. And we begin to pick up those uh, structures of thinking, those thoughts, those habits, those attitudes, and uh, just very interesting, you know. And so that's what leads me to continue to say that um, we should govern ourselves locally um, because of culture and geography and uh, climate and and all those things that uh, and industry and economy and all those things that are are really focused in locally. Um, uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm not saying we don't need a federal government. That's not what I'm suggesting. We need a, a strong national defense. Uh, we're able to defend our uh, our states uh, when required. But uh, you know, other than that, outside of some infrastructure things and, um, you know, roads and, and maybe some power and issues like that, water, sewer, some of that infrastructure kind of type of situations, you know, we... We need that government system, but uh, outside of that, uh, I don't need them dictating uh, every detail of my life. You know, we're traveling on here, coming up to a stoplight. I had a great weekend. I hope you did too. I didn't do much of anything, just kind of rested and relaxed, tried to stay off the news uh, as much as I could. One interesting thing is I noticed uh, this weekend everyone uh, on my Facebook stream uh, was getting off of Facebook and heading over to Parlor. I don't know if you've heard of Parlor yet, but it's a it's a non censorship uh, platform to where they uh, just focus your information in a straight stream. So basically, what that means is uh, where uh, Facebook will control the information that you see, uh, and their argument is they do that because if you have even 500 friends or 100 friends, you, you don't have the time to sit and read through every posting from all 100 friends or 200 friends or 500 friends. I think the max a personal account can have is 5,000 friends. So obviously you don't have time to read through 5,000 uh, feeds if they all came through your timeline chronologically and you saw everything. So Facebook uh, allows or does the job for you and they they pull out some of those friends that you may never see uh that may not be acquainted with may not be close with uh and they send you heavily people who are local to you or using your gps on your phone or people that you comment on or interact with a lot uh or um, people that you seek out and you see so uh, you know if you have 500 friends you might only see 50 uh, of those friends day in and day out but the argument in parlor is that uh, they're not going to censor you which it seems to me is going to be difficult uh, not the censorship part yeah we, I don't want to be censored in my uh, free thinking and freedom of speech but what's going to be difficult is uh, how are they going to manage uh, all of that information in one place uh, when I go there, how am I going to work my way through a timeline of information that's been posted uh, from 100, 200, 300 people? It's just going to be a, an interesting thing. Now, I, I am in support of Parler. I did join up on Parler because uh, uh, I do not agree with uh, the censorship that's taken place from the Facebook platform and the Twitter platform. Uh, and there are documented instances of uh, censorship happening on those platforms, uh, posts being taken down uh, that were deemed derogatory towards uh, 
Biden and the Democratic Party, and the, those things are documented. Uh, specifically, it seems that uh, conservative people are being uh, censored on those platforms, and that's why we see the mass exodus of people over to Parler. Uh, and I'm sure over the next several months, there will be other platforms pop up uh, with this focus of freedom of speech because it's really a, a market opportunity right now that you can uh, come in and uh, say, you can say what you want to say on my platform. <laughs> uh, but that does open up a whole other issue. Like, can you really say what you want to say? Like how uh, if you say I'm totally for freedom of speech and someone comes on your platform um let's say just promoting pornography uh what do you say to that person uh they say you're totally for freedom of speech and then uh, they create this contradiction now if uh that becomes a place uh filled with pornography or other filth like that of course there will be another mass exodus off of there <laughs> uh, but it's just going to be interesting to watch how they they manage freedom of speech uh on the platforms where anybody and everybody can say what they want to say. It's very interesting, very interesting time in our history. Um, that's all my thoughts for today. I'm just thinking out loud and probably, uh, no structure to those thoughts, but, uh, thanks for tuning in today, uh, to my drive to work. Uh, it's Monday. I hope you have a, a blessed day and hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you later on.